All I do is win, 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 no matter what Got money on my mind, I can never get enough And every time I step up in the building Everybody hands go up Welcome to Fit for Duty, Fit for Life My name is Coach JC and I am your coach Each week we bring you an inspiring winning story An empowering, motivating winning word so that you can be your best and win more in life. Thank you for joining us today. And now it's time for you to be fit for duty and fit for life. JC here, and you are listening to the Fit for Duty and Fit for Life podcast. Man, I'm so super stoked that you are here with us today, and the chances are that if you are listening, it makes you the finest, the bravest, the baddest, the toughest, and some of you out there, the prettiest first responders in our nation. And first of all, as we kick this podcast off, we want to say thank you from the bottom of our heart for all that you do to serve our communities and our cities. And I'm super excited because of the guest that we have with us today. Yeah, she is a counselor. Don't worry. You are not going to need to sit on a couch as you talk to her. I know we're going to talk about that, how people are scared to come see you. But if you are a frequent listener, you know that we kick every podcast off with what we call our winning confession. If it's your first time tuning in, you can just repeat after me. Here we go, fam. Today is my day. No one will get in my way of me being the best version of me. I am here on purpose. I have a purpose. I am strong. I am passionate. I am powerful. I am fearless. I choose faith. I am a fit first responder. I am fit for duty. I am fit for life. Haha, <laughs> once again, we do want to welcome you to Fit for Duty, Fit for Life podcast. And we are here in the studio out in Tulsa, Oklahoma at the headquarters. And I am joined by the one and only Miss Christina Walker. What's going on, girl? Not much. Trying to stay busy. All day. She's not a first responder. She's not policed. She's not a medic. She's not National Guard. She doesn't fight fires. Well, she does put out some fires. She is our fit first responder, FFRonline.tv licensed counselor. That's why I opened up by saying, don't worry, you don't need to sit on a couch to come talk to her because we know sometimes when you hear a therapist, when you hear a counselor, it gets a little weird. You think you're going to have to sit around and talk about your feelings. So don't tune out right now, baby. We have a power packed show just for you. And just like we said in our winning confession, if you are here listening right now, turn it up. Wherever you're at right now, you might be running on the treadmill. You might be tuning in from the from the house in the morning. You might be at the station. You, you might be working out a little. Turn it up because just like we said in our winning confession, you are here on purpose and you have a purpose. Today, we're going to talk about how to cope with stress. When it comes at you, how do I cope? But before we do go there, we welcomed our guest, Miss Christina Walker. Here's what I would love to do, girlfriend. I would love to give you a time so that you can introduce yourself. There's a first responder listening now, over 54 agencies tuning in nationwide and actually worldwide. And they are probably saying, who is this Christina Walker? What does she do? How did she become the counselor, the one and only counselor for FFRonline.tv and out here at our headquarters in Tulsa? So who are you? Why do you do what you do? Intro yourself. Talk to us, girlfriend. Well, 
it's, it makes me laugh when you say, how did I become the counselor for FFR? Because I, I bother, bothered you a lot. Yeah, you did. I sent a lot of emails, called. I even stopped by sometimes just, just so that you had to see Was it on the brink of stalking or was it like? Well, I mean, you know, I guess I could look it up. but um, You wanted tried. it though. I wanted it. I wanted it because I do, I believe in what FFR does. Um, and being a counselor myself, I really believe mental and emotional health is a, such a huge part of our physical health. Absolutely. And it impacts so much just like whenever you were talking about that winning confession of that you're here for a purpose you know that that gets lost so much in our daily lives and with our stress and especially with the first responder population your purpose is huge i mean you're doing things that that nobody else is doing and doing it every day yeah. so that you know my i became a counselor because I went through a lot of my own stuff whenever I was younger and it was police officers that made sure I had food. It was police officers that played with me whenever my parents were being taken off to jail. Wow. You know, and so I want first responders right now to hear that you might not see your reward right now in everything that you do every day, but the reward might come 30 years later by that child that you helped being successful mm. and making a difference. And so I just, I always wanted to be a counselor. I wanted to be able to give back and help people. I just really feel like it's my calling. Definitely not anything in finance, for sure. <laughs> not anything that I can do. So um, it's, just, it's just what I'm passionate about and it's, it's what I'm good at. All day, well we are blessed, we are honored. Uh, we thank you for all that you do for FFR, absolutely, in the headquarters, but also FFRonline.tv. If you're tuning in right now, chances are you've probably seen Christina online, maybe on the forums, maybe on our private Facebook pages. Yes. Um, if you are an FFR Online family member, answering questions and just sowing seeds every single day. We've actually recorded a series of videos, you and me, talking about yes. hot topics that first responders may be dealing with or brought to us and said, man, I want to learn more about my how to be a better husband or, or dad or how do I cope with stress mm -hmm. like we're going to talk about today. We've talked yes. about suicide and addictions, and there's amazing videos. I actually went back uh, just yesterday because I knew you were going to be on the show and watched one. Man, there's such great content. And it blows my mind. I'm like, I talked to a first responder. I was going through some stuff. And, and I was like, we have a video on that. Yes. Did you go to FFR online? They're like, no. I'm like, why are you not using a resource? That was an amazing video. Me, we killed it. At least you killed it. <laughs> so get over to FFRonline.tv. Check out the videos with Christina Walker. But today we do want to talk with how to cope with stress. And man, this is a huge topic because you, even as a counselor, me as a coach and what I do, and man, we all deal with it. Stress mm -hmm. is real. For and sure. I think so many times we, 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 you, you can either run to it or you can run away from it. Yes. So I want you today to talk about some of the stories, some of the scenarios that you've seen with first responders, the stress they go through on the job every single day is not a secret. Right. Right. So you see that stress and then you see the stress that, wait, now I have to also manage a family. Mm -hmm. I have to manage the career. I have to manage what I saw. I have to manage my physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. I have to juggle all these balls. And all of a sudden, then we end up five, six, seven, eight, ten 10 years down the road because we didn't know how to deal or cope with stress. And all of a sudden we're popping pills. We're, 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 we're finding other ways to cope. Right. So talk to me a little about, you know, what you've seen and what you've been able to do to help these first responders cope with stress. Well, just walking around in the gym, I can tell some, 
some people will pull away. They'll withdraw when they're stressed rather than like what you were talking about, reach out for those resources and, and connect with someone who can speak positively into their life. There's a lot of benefit of just talking about what we're feeling. Research has shown that. Talk therapy in and of itself is helpful because you're talking and hearing yourself say what's going on. And so I purposely go up to people who are withdrawing and saying, hey, what's going on? And usually I'm finding out it might be I'm having a hard time with sleep. I haven't gotten a lot of sleep, been running a lot of shifts. My kid is sick, you know, just trying to do a bunch of different things. And I talk to them about small prevention coping skills you can do every day, kind of like brushing your teeth. We do this so that we avoid those big complications in our mental health. Wait, we have to brush our teeth? Well, I mean, I would prefer that you oh, did, okay. or you can just stand on the other side of the room when we talk. <laughs> That'd be all right. But these prevention skills, these things that I say kind of skim off the top, making sure that whenever I'm feeling stressed, I'm not bringing in any unnecessary stress. You know, this morning trying to get my kiddo ready for his first day of school, I don't know about anyone else, my kid does not want to wake up. Today was the first day of school. Yes, and he did, he covers his head up and he says, I'm in my dark place, mom, don't wake me up. <laughs> How old is kid? Four. Come on now, you yep. can't set alarm yet? No. Just let the alarm no. ring in his ear so loud where he's like, all right, enough's enough, I'm getting up. I, I threaten to squirt him with water. <laughs> but Super soaker, baby. <laughs> but looking at, in that moment, and I mean, I was trying to get myself ready and I get you know ready for this podcast, all those things, it gets overwhelming whenever we're trying to bring in past stress, current stress, and future stress. So realizing that I got to focus on the moment. What do I need to be the best that I can be right now? And then later, be able to make sure I'm putting in some small self-care, taking some deep breaths, playing music that is something that pours in positive. You know, I'm not playing a lot of angry music when I'm stressed out. That's just going to make it worse. Try no rage against the machine when I'm stressed out because I like on. some limp biscuit. Give me something <laughs> to break. That's one of my favorite all ones. day. <laughs> hey, when I was growing up, we, we went through uh, my family went through a divorce and my mom was like, you got to go see a counselor. And at first we were really, you know, freaked out by it because we thought something was wrong with us. But it right. was it was one of the coolest experiences of my life. And I remember the counselor telling me, you know, stress is going to be real anger and mm -hmm. emotions and all these emotions you're feeling. Man, I'm a little guy, you know, I used to, you know, I think I was like started when we were like eight. Yeah. And she told me, she's like, here's what I want you to do. And I've used this till in my adulthood years. She's like, man, you, I really want you to learn how to punch a pillow. Right. And she used to give me these coping mechanisms, mm -hmm. but you know, what's crazy about it as weird as it was then as, as I didn't make sense, it makes sense then, mm -hmm. but it worked. And right. so many times, Christina, we're driven by our emotions. You talked about past stress, present stress and future stress. Yeah. And I think in life, you can only control what you can control. And right now there's a lot of first responders living with current stress because of past choices or past experiences that they may have caused in their life or maybe they didn't cause but they went through yeah. and they've never been over been able to overcome a previous experience where now it's still bombarding them every day the thoughts the right. fear the doubt the guilt the shame and all those emotions you see, see so many times we think stress comes from external sources i have to pay the bills i, I gotta please my wife but a lot of times it comes from the emotional stress and I, for me, and how we I'm, deal with it. I'm speaking real for me. Mm -hmm. This is how I was in life. When I went through what I went through, man, the emotional stress was, man, it was like a weight 
you know, I would get anxiety and, and panic attacks. And so talk about that for a second, man. Uh, as, as a first responder, I'm out there. I'm listening. I'm saying, Christina, man, you don't understand. I went through a divorce. You don't understand. I made a bad mistake. You don't understand. I'm going through this and emotions every single day, the guilt, the shame, the condemnation, the fear. How do I overcome that? It sounds cool. It sounds sexy, but what do I do? Right. Well, one of the first things is looking at you aren't alone. We are all equal in making mistakes. Yeah, come on. There's no one that has been on this earth that didn't have worth, but also that w didn't have imperfections. So some of that shame and that weight of it is we isolate ourselves and say, you don't understand that mm. phrase. You don't understand. I have so many people come into my office and they're afraid to tell me things because they're afraid that I will judge them. And that's one thing that counseling provides. You know, you get something, someone listening to just you without any judgment, you get 100% trust. I, everyone has done something or has gone through something. So we aren't unique in that. But what first responders are unique in is how often they are going through stuff and how they're scrutinized and all of these things. So being able to speak with someone who not only listens to you, helps you gather your thoughts together, you know, and making sure that you have the, the winning confessions and we've got videos. These are things that can speak positively into your life and you can get those positive thoughts. You know, whenever we're talking about stress, I got to pay my bills, I got to do this. That starts with a thought process and then it escalates the emotion. Mm. So being able to check in and, and, and see, is what I'm thinking true or is it helpful? Because if it's not true and it's not helpful, then I need to rephrase it. So you're saying basically challenge the thought process, challenge the emotions. Man, what is, is there truth behind this? Why am I feeling this way? Right. What's the motive? What's the reason? Right. Yeah, that's powerful. I, that's a great takeaway, you know, and, and you know, I, I want to say this because I think there's first responders listening and we, and, and we, at corporate, you know, we talk to first responders all the time that, you know, so many things happen in life. Right? right? Things happen every single day that are in our control, that are out of our control. Right. And I think so many times, Christina, we try to control things that are out of our control. Very true. We take on a burden mm -hmm. and we take on this crazy external stress. So the internal stress, you're saying, hey, these emotions are real. What am I going to choose to do with them? I'm going to challenge them. I'm going to ask if there's any truth behind it. I'm going to figure out what the motive is. And if I can eliminate it, let me eliminate it. Or right. let me figure out what, what the momentum, the, mm -hmm. I mean, excuse me, the, the, the reason is behind it. Right. What do we do with the external stress that we've taken on? You have burdens to be the hero, to be right. the dad of the year, the husband of the year, the cop of the year. And all of a sudden we wake up and say, I can't even take it anymore. I'm drowning. I have mm -hmm. so much of a burden on me. I've put this stress on myself. What are, what are some tangible things that we could do? Some big thing. What you're speaking about is boundaries. Okay. And so some of it is, is being humbling yourself and getting to a harsh reality that we don't control a lot of things that we want to control. And the world is not perfect. Sometimes we want to control something that we feel it should go this way. Someone should do this. This is the way it's supposed to be. But unfortunately, the world that we live in right now is not a positive climate. There's stuff that goes on. Mm. So being able to look at what is my part and focus on your part. Huge. So that whenever you go, I tell everyone, when you go to bed at night, you need to be able to be proud of who you were today. And so that gets you grounded in your part. When my kiddo started school, last year was one of the worst years for school. I'm telling you, it was 
horrible. For and you or for him? He had a really hard time. And, uh, and you know, you get those, you walk in, you know, with those parent-teacher conferences, your head held down because your kid did something. And me, I'm going, I'm a therapist. And my kid is having difficulty in school. You know, and, and immediately your thoughts, you know, like they're judging me. They think I'm a bad parent. Maybe I mm. spoiled them. Maybe I've done this. So it gets overwhelming when really <laughs> I had to stop and go, if he's four, or 54, I can't control him. Mm. I can only do my part and allow him the space to do his part. Wow. And so in, it relieved a lot of that guilt and it opened up a lot more avenues. I had a lot more energy to look into different ways to do parenting or sh to support him. That stress will blind us. It tunnel visions us to the negative Whenever we let go of things that aren't ours, it opens up our view to all of the potential help and possibilities that we can make an impact. Wow, that's powerful. So, you know, let's stay on that topic because I think what you said is absolutely amazing. And, and if you're listening right now, I mean, chances are you want to make an impact. Right. And so many times we don't make the impact we want in our household, at the job, mm -hmm. in church, wherever it may be, because of the stresses of life. So if I am dealing right now, I'm coming to you, Christina Walker counseling. I'm sitting on the couch. It's weird. And we're talking about my feelings and emotions. Yes. <laughs> so I, I, I'm dealing with all this external stress. What are some tangible action steps? Like, are you going to have me write them down and say, what, JC, what, 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 you have all these things. Why don't we start to eliminate some things? Let's prioritize some things. Let's set different goals. Let's figure out if you're chasing the wrong things. Because right. I have this whole, you know, just wheelbarrow right. just that I'm carrying every single day. Right. What are some tangible things that you'd say, guys, do right now to, to, to overcome some of the stress? Because I've always heard alleviate it. Right. Try to alleviate some of it. Right. And you can only alleviate in your area, on your property. And so I, I ask people, like you suggested, writing it down. Write down, I ask them two parts. What is your belief about whatever area is stressful to you? Whether it's work, home, self, what is your belief about it? And then track your thoughts. Write some of your thoughts down. And I'll have them in one column, our current thoughts, the next column, it's either going to say that we got to rephrase it. You know, I have to be the best dad. Mm. Well, that's not tangible. I need action steps. And also, is it actually helpful? S would you say, I have them look at these thoughts that you write down. Would you say them out loud to someone you respected and cared about? Oh, that's good. Because if you wouldn't, then you don't need to say it to yourself. That's good. Oftentimes, whenever we have our internal dialogue, we're not processing it the same way we are when we're talking out loud. It's bypassing our hearing. Mm. So we're not hearing that every time I say, well, I failed there. You know, they're not happy. That's because it was my fault. We're not hearing how it's breaking us down. Wow. But if I said to you, you know, you really failed right there. You, you really did a bad job. Wow. You can hear it. And... And we would think, I'm not ever going to say that to someone that I care about. We well, need to care about you mm. and, and not say that to yourself. Rephrasing that thinking will allow for some positive movement forward in your emotions. So that's where I start. What's your belief about this situation? I'm the one who has to make this change. What has shown you these things? You wow. know, like with my son, I put a lot of stress on myself because I was like, all right, I'm the counselor. You know, and 
it's my job to make sure that he's emotionally healthy, mentally healthy. And I'm telling you what, I have pretty much a child counseling center in my house. (laughs) And I remember his doctor looked at me and she said, you know, you're his mom, not his therapist. Wow. And it, I was like, it hit me, like punched me in the face, you know, those moments. Yeah, you got to separate. That's hard for you. Yes. That's like my daughter. I'm a coach and I go home and I want to coach her. And I'm like, you could do this. You're winning all day. And she's like, she looked at me about a year ago and she's like, dad, I really don't want to coach right now. I want my dad. I was right. like, oh, ah, <laughs> punching a gut. I get it. Yeah. So we went out to Starbucks. I just shut up. I didn't try to fix the problems mm-hmm. and I just listened because, you know, I always want to fix it. I'm a coach. I'm going to coach you through it. Right. And I just shut up and I listened. And you know what? It did miraculous things. Right. And I waited. It went on for like two weeks. I'm like itching to just fix some, a couple things in her life. And it, we went to Starbucks again. We hung out. We talked. And finally, the point came where she said, Dad, what would you do? Right. And then I would open the door. And I'm like, well, let me tell you. And I was fire hosing her. <laughs> I was like, I've been waiting for two weeks for this. Right. But that's, that's a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of first responders, they have to separate police officer or firefighter. And then when they walk through the door, I have to do it as an entrepreneur. You know, as an entrepreneur, I have to do the same thing. You know, I I have to try to turn off the -hmm. entrepreneurship mindset. You know, what I want to do at FFR Online, the the lives being impacted. The first responder says, I got to turn off what I saw today. Right. I've got to turn off being a firefighter, a medic, a National Guard, a police officer. And now I've got to be able to put the badge down and put the dad hat on. Right. Very, very hard thing to do. At least you know and I know from talking to a lot of these first responders. And it trickles over to marriage issues. Mm -hmm. Trickles over to dad issues well and it's about the small moments research shows within uh, marriage and even connecting with your children there's these really small sliding door moments that oftentimes stress the being tired from the job these things will walk past those sliding door moments and that door will close and we missed an opportunity for some really great connection so part of leaving the job at the job and coming home and being able to really invest in your house is looking at those small moments. You know, what are, what does your kid's smile look like? Uh, what is, you know, what's your wife doing whenever you get home? Is she cooking? Is she taking care of the kids? You know, we all have certain things that we really can just get engrossed in about our spouse. Okay. Um, my husband, I'm really, I like aprons. I'm like a 1940s woman. Are you serious? Yes. We are in Oklahoma, man. I know these Southern girls keep the apron on. And I wear, I have these really fancy aprons. You have your name on them and stuff, designs. They all blinged out. Designs, designs, yes. And I listen to some Otis Redding and I dance while I cook. And my son and I dance and we sing. That's pretty cool. And my husband comes home to that. He won't put an apron on though, will he? If I asked him to. <laughs> so dudes are allowed to wear aprons too? I tell you what, whatever whatever helps to make you happy. And it's hard for him to walk in the house and still carry all his work stress because it is a happy oh, home. Oh, I love that. And for me, because he gets home with the kiddo on Wednesdays and Fridays, I work late. And so I come in and they're sitting down, they're playing Legos together, and I just see the connection. Come on. But it's purposeful. I purposely see that I purposely walk in looking for these things and it's the same thing you know you're getting ready to go to bed at night and you see that look on your wife's face where you know like she probably wants to talk about something yeah I've seen that yeah I've seen that yeah and so then it's it's really easy to be like I am I'm gonna go to the bathroom for 45 minutes and stare at my phone (laughs) act like I've got a poop or whatever (laughs) that's a sliding door moment that's a moment where you can purposefully go in and ask her what's going on because that allows for a connection. You know, 
I, I joke with the first responders whenever I'm at the gym. They're, I can tell the people who don't know I'm a counselor because they're happy and willing to talk to me with a smile on their face. And then as soon as they find out I'm a counselor, they run away. <laughs> I know it. The smile goes it. away. And it's like, I said, you guys run into a burning building. You go towards gunfire. Why am I so scary? And I think it's because I ask people to do some weird stuff. Write down what you're thinking. Yeah. Um, take some deep breaths. Maybe, you know, do a yoga class. Yeah. Something like that to get connected. Part of being a first responder is being disconnected from yourself. Yeah. It is natural for us to not go into life-threatening situations. We're hardwired for survival. Yeah. And a each and every day, they've got to disconnect. You've got to disconnect from that so you can go into these situations everyone else is running away from. Yeah. And so some of what I ask people to do, like you said, it didn't, I didn't, it didn't make sense, but it works. And running away from past situations, trying to close it in a closet doesn't do anything but let it grow. No, you're right. And, and I think you said a few key things in there. And if you're just tuning in right now, you are listening to the Fit for Duty, Fit for Life podcast with Coach JC and our FFRonline.tv counselor, the one and only Christina Walker of Christina Walker Counseling. But you talked about just a few minutes ago about taking purposeful action. Right. We all deal with stresses, external, internal, things that we can control. And sometimes things are out of our control. Right. But we're talking today about stress and how to cope and deal with stress. And I heard you say something. You said, let's be intentional. Let's be purposeful. Uh, a lot of times we avoid. You know, right. I'm a big, I'm so big on running to conflict. I hate conflict. I hate it. Mm -hmm. So I had to learn that if something's going on, if I know my wife's upset, if I know something's going on and stress me out, I'm going to run to it rather than avoid it because the more I avoid it, it eats me away because I'm right. a people pleaser and I want to make somebody happy. And then all of a sudden I'm stressing about it and I'm staying up late and I, I can't sleep. So I have to learn how to run to it. If I know somebody's upset, if I know something's going on, I know there needs to be a healing process. I know I need to fix something. I'm running to it and I'm figuring out how can I communicate? How can I do what I can do? What action can I take to figure out how I'm going to alleviate or fix the situation, alleviate the stress off of me, yes. right? So I think knowing yourself, which you said earlier, coming to an understanding of who you are and what you do and what you stand for and what you're about and knowing your weaknesses and your strengths. And am I a great communicator? Well, if not, I better learn how to be because a lot of times we right. see the people that don't want to communicate, they hold it in, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, then they end up in your office years down the road and are struggling with all these situations. Right. We're talking about, go ahead, you have something you want to say? Well, and I see this with couples too, and, and I've done some videos on the Facebook site for them. I did a whole series on communication. Communication isn't something that we're taught. You know, not everyone is raised in a home with good communication. So a lot of, we come into situations either in our job or our relationships with the communication skills we learn. Yeah. And some of counseling is just learning how to communicate effectively. It's huge. I, I have so many couples where one is the chaser. They're the one that follows you around the house. No, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about it now. And you just get bombarded. And the other person's the withdrawer. Mm. And oftentimes they withdraw because they don't know how to say what they want to say. And so communication is something that I, that I talk about a lot. And it is being purposeful. And you do got to know yourself so that I know that my message is being sent. That's huge. You know, and, and the first responder listening right now, we want to talk directly to you. And I want to talk, I want to speak directly to you right now because 
You know, I, something just triggered me when you said that. We all go through different seasons of life, right? Right. We, we can create joy and happiness in our life, but there's seasons where we feel like we're in a drought. It's the dry seasons. It's the hard, tough seasons. You feel like nothing's working your way. You right. wanted that promotion, that, 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 that driver as a firefighter. You want to get to that next ranking as a police officer. You feel like, man, the things aren't going right at the job. The things aren't going right at the matters. It's just that drought season that you yes. walk through, you know, and then you have the seasons where, you know, it's straight fire. You know, you feel like everything is coming at you at once. Physically, man, I can't get it right. Mentally, emotionally, on the job, the boss might be mad. The, 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 the wife might be mad. The, the kids might. Yeah, it's just oh, the fire, the trials, the tribulations, right. the adversity. We just feel like you're getting punched in the face. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk to the first responder right now because suicide's at an all-time high. You yes. know, uh, divorce is at an all-time high. Uh, addictions are at an all-time high within, amongst our first responder right. world. You know, and, and the first responders that we deal with every single day, man, what do they do? They hold it in. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to share it because they're type A. That's why FFR Online was created. Mm -hmm. we, uh, we have a community. Right. And I think in the community, I say this all the time, and I want to say to you, listen, right now, those things in life that are stressful sometimes, if you just shift your perspective yes, and you say, you know what? That really sucks right now. That's yeah. a horrible situation. It, it, it's, it's, it's brutal. But how I used to cope with it would have been, it would have stressed me out. Mm -hmm. I would have retreated. I don't know what I would have did, but here's how I'm going to cope with it now. Right. I'm going to look at that situation and I'm going to shift and say, you know what? That thing in my life has to happen because of the purpose and the calling I have on my life. And if you're a first responder listening right now, we said it earlier that you're here on purpose with a purpose. No matter what season you're going through, there is a reason for the season that you're in. No matter what yes. the stress might be right now, it had to happen. There is a purpose through everything. No matter what you're dealing with right now, it had to happen. Don't always try to find and reason it. Right. Right. I think we do that so often. We're yeah. like, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to me? Just know it's there on purpose mm -hmm. and you're going to get through it and make it a challenge to grow through it. Man, how's this trial in my marriage going to make me a better husband or spouse? How's this trial at the job going to make me better? Oh, you know what? I have to learn how to communicate. I never became a great communicator because I've been avoiding it, but now I'm going to learn. Right. Right. So you're feeling what I'm saying? Yes. You know, and what back to whenever I was asking people, what do you believe about the situation or believe about yourself? The fact of the matter is life is always going to hand you something positive or negative. And once you get through the negative, positive is going to be there. You can always count on those to happen. I'm going to have a positive time. Something's going to happen eventually. Usually it's like three appliances in your house break down at one time, you know, just as you've gotten a little bit ahead on bills. It's, it's going to happen. Your belief system is what needs to stay consistent. The belief system is, I am going through this. Come on. I am here. You know, and what really speaks to me whenever you're saying, you know, looking at what am I going to get out of this? I have to go through this to be able to fulfill my purpose. You know, Jeez. my 23 years of my life is something that most people don't want to hear about. You know, it was a really rough childhood I didn't have a lot of people there for me but I tell you what it has blessed me as a counselor because I can look at someone and say I know what that feels like sometimes people do have a hard time communicating their emotions but because I've gone through a lot of the stuff that they've gone through I know how to supply them with those words huge and then I also can say no matter what anyone says to you 
you get to decide what you believe in yourself and how you walk that out. Awesome. I have been told so many times that I was meant to be seen and not heard, mm. that I was not ever going to accomplish anything, that I wasn't intelligent. No one would ever marry me. I got some harsh stuff dealt at me whenever I was younger. And I decided, you know what? I am bigger and greater than any of that. And I'm going to operate out of that mindset. Wow, that's powerful. And that's what I want anyone listening to hear because the reason why these numbers are high is because we've lost connection with that belief that we are awesome. Come on. And we can do anything as long as we stay connected with that truth. It's awesome. What a word, what a word, what a word. If you're listening right now, the season you're in, you're going to make it through. Rise up. You got the strength. You're here on purpose. Who loves you? We love you. This is Coach JC. You are listening to the Fit for Duty, Fit for Life podcast with Christina Walker, our licensed counselor. We could talk all day, Christina. Yeah. You know, I do want to give you an opportunity uh, to do what we do with all of our guests, and that is to put you in a hot seat. So at FFR Online and FFR Corporate, we have four pillars, you know, and I want you to know in 30 seconds or less, the hot seat, what do you do to be your best, to be fit for duty and fit for life in your respective field? Mm -hmm. It's focus, it's fitness, it's family, and it's faith, okay? What do you do, Christina Walker, every single day to train your focus, which we talk about what you desire is what you focus on, what you focus on is what you go and get. How do I actually train my mindset, my mental, and my emotional state? Christina Walker, you're officially in the hot seat. What do you do to train the focus pillar? Well, speaking as a counselor, true, I meditate. Oh, okay. And I, I make sure that I am doing mindfulness activities I'm being mindful in my activities so when I'm brushing my teeth I'm just brushing my teeth when I'm taking a shower I'm focusing on that because it strengthens that part of my mind that I'm going to be using at another time whenever I'm in a crisis then I can fully focus and gather all of my knowledge to help someone so in the small moments I'm practicing focusing and that's what mindfulness is And then I make sure that I practice what I preach. I keep boundaries with my work and with my time so that my family is first. Awesome. We'll stop there because we're going to move to a pillar. We'll just skip Mm -hmm. over the fitness right now. We'll go right to family. When we talk about the family pillar, we talk about the relationships in your life. Iron sharpens iron. Your marriage, uh, parenting, the people you surround yourself with, your crew, your squad, your posse. What do you do to grow your relationships, the family pillar? Knowing that that time, it doesn't have to be quantity. It just has to be quality. Powerful. So whenever my son is talking to me, I don't have a phone. I'm not answering any of my calls. I am 100% present looking him in the face. Same thing with my spouse. I want him to know. I, I give him words of affirmation. I let him know that I appreciate him. And making sure that I'm protecting our relationship, I'm investing in it like I would invest in anything else. Beautiful. I love it. All right, we hit focus. We hit family. Let's move to that fitness. What do you do to be physical nutrition-wise? What do you do to be your best in your physical body, to be the most fit you? 
So I'm looking at what I'm eating. I'm, I'm looking at any suggestions. I found out about cauliflower and all the fun things you can do with cauliflower. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, and I'm meal prepping. The time that I do have, which is usually on the weekends, I'm, I'm trying to get things together. And then I'm active. I do yoga with my son. Um, I try to do relay races with him. It's Huge. getting my heart rate up. And I try to make it fun for myself because I'm not someone who's traditionally been exercised a lot. Um, and then I keep in mind that it is, it is making my body stronger, and I'm going to be around longer to make a bigger impact. Awesome. Christina Walker in the hot seat. Last and final one is our pillar of faith. When we talk about faith, we talk about not really a religious thing, but a belief system, a belief that all things are possible, a belief system, the motivation that drives you, your why, your purpose, the faith pillar. We start a lot of times with this for first responders. Who are you? What do you stand for? What are you about? What do you do each day in the hot seat, Christina Walker, to train your faith, your belief system, your motivation in your life? I... I check in with myself, especially on the negatives, because the negatives will rob you of that faith. And so if, if anything comes through my mind that has to do with I can't or that it's somehow going to be damaging, I make sure that I am really looking in on that and remembering that I can. I just have to figure out how. Huge. And so I'm, I'm also keeping a, a mental log of all of my wins all of my Come accomplishments on. because in my field, it isn't always, I don't get to see the finished product sometimes Ooh. and people come to me whenever they're having a hard time, but they're not really coming to me whenever they're happy. It's powerful. So I make sure that, that I keep a mental log of lives that I've saved, that saved. There was one week I had three people who wanted to commit suicide. And by the end of that week, I still had three people all coming to my office. day. All day. I love that. So I keep track of my wins. That's big. If you're listening right now, start doing that. That's a powerful lesson. So many times we keep track of our losses, right. what's wrong with us, the mistakes we make, and we track those. Start tracking your wins, your victories every single day, every week in your life. I'm telling you what that does for me. It gives me an instant attitude of gratitude. That's Christina Walker. You heard it, baby. Our, our counselor, she was in the hot seat. Focus, our four pillars, focus, fitness, family, and faith. This is Coach JC, and you are listening to Fit for Duty, Fit for Life podcast. Before we do wrap this up and conclude this show, is there any last-minute words of wisdom that you want to speak to the first responder listening right now, Christina Walker? I want to say that, that it, it is up to you to be able to reach out and, and take everything that's offered, like what you were saying, that some people, you ask them, did they watch the video? And they said, no. Make sure that you know, just as we see it and we believe in you, that you are able to do that as well. And that it's not hokey. You know, some people have a hard time with counseling because it feels weird. But I'm sure it probably felt weird the first time you put that uniform on, you know? Um, we, we are able to accomplish things that are weird and they might actually be really beneficial. So don't, don't run away whenever you see me, you know, ask me a question. Some people have asked me about how to sleep better and, and different things. There's a wealth of knowledge and you're worth it. You are worth it. Great word, great show. That's Christina Walker, Christina Walker Counseling. Don't forget, you can get in touch with her directly at our FFRonline.tv website, our community for first responders, where we do give you the tools necessary to be your best on the job and off the job so that you can ultimately be fit for duty and fit for life through our four pillars of focus, fitness, 
family, and faith. Once again, this is Coach JC. I do want to encourage you, get over to FFRonline.tv and feel free to sign up for your 20 days free. This is a nonprofit, so we're going to, we're going to continue to do what we do, get out there and hustle, raise money to continue to provide these first responders right. what they need. Christina Walker, thank you for being our thank guest you. today. And we conclude every show by asking the first responder, what time is it? They know what time it is. Mm-hmm. It is time to honor those that deserve to be honored, and it is time to recognize those that deserve to be recognized so if you're listening right now and you're law enforcement leo police sheriff whoever you are right now we want to say thank you from the bottom of our heart we recognize you we honor you our firefighters putting out the fires every single day or saving cats and trees whatever it is you do hey we love you we honor you thank you from the bottom of our heart yes our medics and our national guard and our military thank you for all that you do this is coach jc with the fit for duty fit for life podcast Reminding you one last time that you are fit for duty. You are fit for life. Thank you for joining us today. And thank you for doing your part to be fit for duty and fit for life.